Are you ready? Always. Always. I'm always never ready. Uh, that's a contradiction. I know. The sun came out. It did, strangely enough. Just as we started. Remember when it used to be dark? Yeah. Those four minutes a day, <laughs> they matter. They totally, totally do. They totally are you, matter. Are you going to turn it into one of your motivational speeches yeah, now? Yeah, I've already turned it into a motivational <laughs> speech. You're too late. You can't stop it. It's already <laughs> happened. Oh, no. It really, It's really good. Four minutes a day changes everything. Oh, God. Really? Really? It's, it's really good. I know. You know, when you accumulate it, yeah. uh, and, you, and you, like... Multiply it by ten, right? What? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting at? And then you take that number that you get when you multiply those four minutes a day times ten, and you add them to my sleep. <laughs> what? They you, you really get, matter. You get an hour of sleep then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost, yeah. Wow. Can we try that now? No. Oh. You've had an extra hour. That was not enough. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I, I couldn't get out of bed uh. at the usual hour. I had to... Uh, Give um, me an extra hour. Well, no, I didn't <laughs> give you an extra hour because my alarm went off every 15 minutes for um, 45 minutes. And that still wasn't enough to get me out of bed. But I did discover that um, one way to keep myself awake is to stare at my phone. It actually wakes me up if I open Facebook on my phone. I know. I, I don't mean just to like look at Facebook. I don't open it to look at Facebook because I don't care about anything that's there, really. But um, just no, the, the mental activity of, of doing something with my brain actually I know. wakes that's me what up. I, that's what I do, yes. So that's what I do sometimes as it well. Is, and it's kind it's like of when I really interesting and I really don't want to get out of bed, but I know I have to. Look at Facebook. I look into my phone for 10 minutes and, and get up. Yeah, it sort of starts the brain. Yeah, because you don't just go straight back to sleep. <laughs> and there, there are all these studies and professionals that say, you shouldn't look at your phone for the first two hours of your day, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well... Well, well if it gets you out of bed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If it wakes you up and gets you out of bed, it's... Uh, it's not a bad it, it, idea. Yeah, it's not. It's really not a bad idea. Is that so, it? So yeah, it's uh, the motivational done speech done now. Um, Get up, look at your Facebook into at to look at to your Facebook. <laughs> what? <laughs> it is our four minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> and so to conclude. Yeah. <laughs> four. That was a good one. Good just, job. Just four. Thank you very much. Good night. Yeah, That's I thought it. it was 42. You can all go home now. 40. Mm. No, 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 it's four. It's four. It's just four. Oh, so he got it wrong all along. What's his name? Adams. Wrong all along. Yeah, roll along. <laughs> roll along. <laughs> Adams. What was his name? Something Adams? Douglas. Douglas. Oh, Douglas. Good old Doug. Doug. He was a genius. I don't know, he was weird. He's a genius. I think it's underrated. I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why he's not taught. Or is he taught? 
We didn't learn about him. Why didn't we learn about him at the university? You can't learn about anyone who's alive. That's the rule. No? No. But we did. Because if they're alive, they can still screw up stuff, right? And and that would be really bad for the curriculum. So, um, oh. so that you can only learn about people who are dead because their story is finished, theoretically. And uh, well, Hemingway screwed up quite a lot of stuff, didn't he? Sorry. Hemingway screwed up screwed up quite a lot of stuff. Well, he's and dead, you're still so. learning about him. That's I know, yeah, but that's my point. He's dead. That's why. Yeah, I know, but I mean. It doesn't really matter whether you screw up stuff or not. It does. People will still learn about you. Yeah, but in terms of governments and curriculums, right. I need to go to the little girl's room. Is that okay? Um, but we just started. I know, but it's because you start so early and I never have time to what go to doing? the little I girl's thought you, room. I, you, you I was, but I, there was number one. I need to go number two. <laughs> oh, my God. God, right, <laughs> let me pause it. Wait a sec. Are you back? Aye, lad, I'm back. <laughs> Did you, uh, you get your pirate hat on? <laughs> Did you? Aye, lad, I played my bagpipes. Did you? <laughs> Did you swash your buckle? I swashed my buckle very much, you scurvy scallywag. <laughs> oh, I'm going Aye, to spill my coffee. How did you say coffee in pirate speech? <laughs> I don't know, but it's difficult to say in English. Never mind any other. <laughs> any other. What coffee? Coffee in pirate speech. <laughs> um. <laughs> shiver me timbers, derby beans, and that there drink. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Some, something I like didn't that. swash my buckle, I swashed my coffee. You walk the plank? Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you leave a message? <laughs> what? Did you know you could have Facebook and Pirate? What? Facebook used to be in Pirate. I don't know if it's still there. What do you mean Facebook used to be in Pirate? What does that mean? That's well, when you, use, when you choose languages yeah. on Facebook, yeah. you had an option to choose English, Pirate. Really? Yeah. Is it still there? I don't know. It was years ago. Yeah. English Pirate. Do you know there's a International Speak Like a Pirate Day? It's actually a day. <laughs> Which? Um, That's ridiculous. I imagine Pirates didn't even speak like that, right? <laughs> uh, well, there's a piece of history. Um, well, the pirates were. How do you know they spoke like that? Yeah, how, how do we know anything is like they they tell us it was? I mean, everything. Is Did they write it down? Did they codify it? <laughs> I used to have a book on pirates when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and there was one story in it about and that there was oh, the pirates always buried their treasure, right? Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a they're like true, dogs. True story book. <laughs> like dogs. Dogs I always dogs, bury dogs. Them, um, them, them bones. <laughs> <laughs> them bones, them bones. Um. <laughs> You're stuck in pirate speak now. <laughs> I, I hush the main share, laddie. Um. 
I, I just, um, I don't know. The, the weird things went through my head, like, uh, <laughs> as you can imagine, um, like the fact that the doctor in Star Trek was called Bones, and they were in a ship, and I was like, wonder if that was a reference to pirates. That just flashed through my head. Is it wasn't right? called Bones. It was just a nickname, no? Yeah, but, uh, of course. No, uh, no, that was his real name. Was it? Bones McCoy. No. Was it, it wasn't. wasn't. It was just a nickname. Was it? Yeah. Uh. Sure? Okay, Google. What was the name of the doctor in Star Trek? According to Wikipedia, first portrayed by DeForest Kelly in the original Star Trek series, McCoy also appears in the animated Star Trek series, six Star Trek movies, the pilot episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation, and in numerous books, comics, and video games. Yeah, you didn't help me very much, though. Okay, she didn't answer my question. <laughs> okay, Google, who is Bones McCoy? According to Wikipedia, Dr. Leonard H. McCoy is a character uh-huh. in the American science fiction Leonard franchise H. Star Trek. Oh, okay. Bones was just a nickname Leonard because he was H. a doctor. That's funny because um, Leonard Nimoy played Spock, right? Uh-huh. And so Bones had His name. Leonard's name. Lenny. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's not a cool nickname. <laughs> Why? It, it just sounds gay. It does it? It doesn't. If someone's called Lenny, it just sort of references the fact they're gay. No. Yeah. How about Lenny Kravitz? He's probably gay as well, then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 right, because that's his name. Right, I get it. Actually, actually, that's a good example of uh, an exception to the rule. (laughs) But I've never thought about... That, um, Never heard that person who's called Lenny is considered to be well, gay. Well, some, some names are more gay than others. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. That's they, ridiculous. No, look, look. Some like some names are more Irish than others, right? Yeah. Some names, some names are more gay than others. No, because Irish is origin. You can have a a name that originates from Ireland, but you don't have. This is ridiculous. I mean, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard to compare those two things. No, okay, okay, okay. So uh, I take that back then. Okay, good, uh, <laughs> good, because it was silly. <laughs> okay, because um, obviously that's a cultural reference, right? But I mean, it's the it, it's it's a derog- the, the Irish ones are derogatory cultural references, like like Paddy meant like field worker or something like that. Anyway, that, that's a. Does that come from an actual name, Paddy? Well, Paddy and Murphy are the classic Irish names. Are they? Yeah. I don't know. It's two Irishmen walking to a bar, Paddy and Murphy, and uh, Paddy says to Murphy, uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know any Irish jokes, so I can't finish that one. <laughs> um, I didn't know that they were actual, like, actual names. It's like um, uh, Jock is the uh, quintessential Scottish character. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, oh, I was talking to Jock. Oh, I'll be that Scottish guy. Aye. He said in a Scottish weird pirate accent <laughs> crossover thing. Um, <laughs> they do crossover though. Um, yeah, like, uh, but but I've just got this, this obviously this complex from my own experience in life that some names are gay. Lenny, I would associate 
with the um, I think it's because there were a number of actors or comedians or something with that name who were what? were obviously or something orientated in that direction. Well, give me an example. Um, I don't know. Um, some names are more gay than us. Norbert. I always thought that Norbert would be a gay person. Well, like the guy that killed the sheep in our village, Noro. Was he Norbert? Yes. A Is huge guy with the beard. No, he wasn't. He might have been. I just don't fucking know. <laughs> the hunter guy. I don't know. He might the have huge been, beard. He might have been shagging the sheep. I don't know. Oh, stop it. What? You're disgusting now. What? Oh, me? Yes. I'm sorry. You know, you ought to be. You <laughs> <laughs> ought to be. You ought to. Uh, the. Okay. I'm scolding you officially. On air, you're being scolded. I'm scolded. You I, have I, been I scolded. Feel burned. Good. Or is that scalded? I'm not sure. Well, doesn't matter because it should be burning in your soul. My scolding. So you like that cup after all, then, do you? That hotty cup that I gave you for Christmas. What are you talking about? Oh, the flask. It's called yeah. a flasky spoon. Well, it's a cup, though. Flask. I say a car is a bicycle. Flask suggests a bottle. It is a fucking bottle. It's not a bottle. It is. It's a cup. <laughs> it's a thermos cup. Okay, okay. If you put that anywhere, mm. or took that anywhere and asked anybody, how would you describe this? Mm -hmm. It's a thermos cup. It's a flask. Okay. Let's let's agree. It's a flask. It's <laughs> I'm not agreeing. What? <laughs> I'm not agreeing. It's a flask. Look, look, look. I, 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 nine out of ten cats. <laughs> it's one of those takeaway cups that you nine take with you if you want to go for a coffee. You take that cup with you. You take it to Starbucks. I'm not. This is not an advertisement. A cup. It's not and a cup. <laughs> it's not a cup. And they fill it up with coffee for you, and you take it to work. It's a takeaway cup that retains heat. It's, that's why it's called a flask, because that's what a, a takeaway cup that retains heat would be called a flask. No, no, you don't understand it. When you've I got understand flasks. When you've got a it's word, a compound noun, a thermos, thermos, flask. Thermos cup. Thermos stands for retains heat, and yes. flask yeah. stands for bottle. They, they are not called thermos cups. Uh, I call uh, them thermos cups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, on your planet, right? Things are different, obviously. It's a thermos. That flask. is not a flask. It's not a flask. It's not. What's a the flask. difference between that and a flask? A flask is a bottle. You pour from a flask into Arr. a cup. You don't pour from that. You drink from that. There's a huge difference between the two. Do you say you can't drink from a flask? Well, you shouldn't if you've got any manners. What about a hip flask? And I don't mean a trendy, fashionable one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hips, you mean he's a hipster's thermos cup? <laughs> Is that a thing? It should be. No, 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 no. 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 I bet you that would be cool with people called Norbert. You drink from hip flask, but only if you're a in need. In need. In need. In need. 
mind. Okay. <clears throat> oh, some. Uh, no. Look, I, I, I reckon that people have been drinking from flasks for for eons. Eight flasks, yes, but not thermos flasks. Nobody drinks from thermos flasks. I drink from that thermos flask. Over That's there. not a thermos flask. Thermos flask is the thing that you have to unscrew the top. Ah, you have to unscrew the top. No, you don't. Yes, you, you go plop. No, but to get the top off, you have to unscrew it. No, no. From a thermos flask, you unscrew the top, and then you go plop, and then you pour from the thermos flask into the top that you unscrewed and use it as a cup. That's inefficient. That's a thermos flask. I'm pretty sure you can drink... Try to drink directly, directly from, from a thermos flask. From well, a classic, cup. classic thermos you flask. Then you have to use a different cup. Well, if you don't have a cup... What if you it's can't a drink from a thermos flask. You would have to wrap your mouth around the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what, that? <laughs> wrap your mouth around the whole thing. How do you want to drink from thermos, thermos flask? You don't even know where the hole is. At the top? No, it's not. At the bottom? It's around the side. What? Wait, you, you press the button from the top... Mm-hmm. It clicks, mm-hmm. the thing comes up, what and then it? when you pour it, is submarine? The, 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 the stuff runs somewhere out, out of somewhere there, the, the, the gizmo thing, that you don't even know where it's running out of. Oh, you'd be great writing descriptions. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try to actually thing? drink from a thermos flask? Wrap your lips around the gizmo <laughs> <laughs> and suck. <laughs> no, I would not recommend drinking from a thermos flask. Thermal cup, well, though. But you, but you recommend drinking from a thermal cup. Well, what would that's be the okay, difference? because that's a cup. Cups are for drinking from. Flasks are for pouring from. Uh, the cup is an accessory. You what now? The cup is an accessory. You can still drink from the flask. The cup's just like a next level stuff. Ugh. Right. You're just wrong. Just admit what? you're wrong. Wrong. Just accept it. Um, I'm going to have to think about that for a while. Okay. I'm going to have to um, ponder the yeah, flaskness yeah. of the cup. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to research thermos cup versus thermos flask, and um, there's probably some. I would show you on my phone, but it's charging, and you don't like me to turn my phone on, so. No, no, because you end up fiddling with it and making that s- scrolling movement with your thumb, which is uh, yeah distracting. There you go. The, the, see, the nice day is finished already. Did you see that? I it see. Was, it was nice for about ten minutes, and it then was. Now it's windy and cloudy. Um, woudy. Excuse me. <laughs> it's woudy. Can you give you a few? If you become Welsh. It's windy and cloudy <laughs> together. Yeah? Yes. Hmm. Scrolling movement with your thumb. Hmm. I heard a joke yesterday with that pronunciation thing. What? How? With the, with the, the V and the W. There was a joke, but I can't remember what it was now. V and the W? Is that even a thing? What do you mean? Oh, the just mispronunciation of something. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. When you were listening to people's conversations? Yeah, I spent all day yesterday listening to people's conversations. All day. I spent 
I spent my outing not listening to people's and then And then I thought I'd chime I in a couple no of times. I had no idea what they were talking about. I thought I'd chime in a couple of times and ask somebody uh-huh. something so that I could gain some information. And nobody had nobody knew anything about anything that I asked, so I just shut up. Like, I was asking about the, um, uh, the, the tournament they were going to. Like, what is it the final of? And nobody knew, right? Because it's, it's the cup final. Okay, but which cup is it? Um, well, we're not sure, mm-hmm. but it's the final. It was the Iron Brew Cup. Yeah, but nobody knew what nobody knew nobody knew what that means. I said, okay, is it like is it like local teams? Because who's this other team that are playing? Because the other team were were Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. So we've got this tiny little Scottish team from the Highlands, right? Mm-hmm. Playing this Welsh team, mm-hmm. and and I'm thinking that's a bit unusual because. Usually Scottish teams have a Scottish league. English teams have the English league. Well, yeah, but Welsh if it's teams. Iron Brew Cup, then it's sponsored by that. It's, it's just an advertisement, isn't it? The whole match is just an advertisement, no? Well, that's that's my well, understanding. It's a cup final, right? so it's obviously a tournament. Yeah, but it's a, it's an Iron Brew tournament, it then. What it's does, like sponsored by the company, no? Yeah, that doesn't answer my question, though. It's just a totally different subject. But uh, um, See, my question is... Uh, what is it in uh, who's playing it? So I said to somebody, "Is uh, you know this this other team's Welsh, right?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Well, how come a Welsh team and a Scottish team get to play in a cup final? Because I've never heard of that in my life." Yeah. Right. Because that seems a bit weird to me. And mm-hmm. as one is, and as these places are not close to each other, mm-hmm. it's not just like you know getting in the team. Well, bus that's what I'm saying. It's obviously not a national cup. It's just a, like a commercial cup type thing. Yeah, I've never heard of that in my life. It's the very first time. And, I've, I've, you know, I have a strong connection with sport and I followed it for many years. I've never heard of that in my entire life. Well, you know how you know how people who know nothing about things sometimes have more open mind and, and, and can see yeah, yeah, connections. I can see, yeah, yeah, your mind, your, your mind is, is like, well, this is normal. My mind is like, I've never heard of this ever. Yeah, okay. well, because I don't know anything about anything. Yeah, yeah, that, that's I'm why like, it's weird. That's why it's weird, because it's never like, ever well, happened before. Sound, it sounds like this, uh, so that's probably what it is. Right? Yeah, but you don't have like the... It's the, not a national you cup. You, you don't have the, the Coca-Cola cup with French teams playing in, with English teams. But you've it doesn't got, exist anywhere. But it doesn't you exist have, anywhere in the world. But you have uh, you have like a... What do you call it? I don't know. What's that thing that gives you wings? Red Bull. Yes. You feel like Red Bull competition. There's no? no Red Bull football cup. Well, not football cup, but you have other Red Bull competitions, no? Yeah, but those are minority sports. And extreme sports, where there's so few competitors that you need people from different countries. It's not yeah. like there's a lack of footballers here. Yeah, I know, but that's just a, just an example how you can how you can have a whole sports event sponsored by a company, right? Yeah, it's a different topic. I don't want to talk about that topic. I realize that companies sponsor events. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. and I realize that that you're talking about like Red Bull, say I don't know, beach volleyball tournament, blah blah blah, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is football, and mm-hmm. football's different because football is a uh, is this thing which is everywhere, right? Yeah. So, um, so I asked somebody, you know, why why are there Wales teams in it? And the person mm-hmm. said, well, this <laughs> is great. It's a cognitive cognitive disconnect, right? They said, well, there's Irish teams in it as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a different island, right? I mean, that's that's even further away. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is this team that's miles away? in this tournament mm-hmm. and they're like well there's teams from even farther away I'm like well why mm-hmm. does that work 
Yeah. How does well, the question some is little why? team from Ireland yeah. coming up to the north of Scotland mm-hmm. to play some little team in the north of Scotland? And of course, the um, you know, it, it's kind of weird because smaller teams have smaller followings, right? Mm-hmm. So this Welsh team had brought like their twenty fans with them, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which is kind of ridiculous. So I guess it's it's fun for for them to uh, to travel and stuff, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, I forget what the point was. Listening to conversations. Yes. Yeah, and I was, I was waiting all day for some nugget of wisdom. Mm. Um, but there wasn't really any. But uh, it was fun to uh, listen to what other people thought was important to them. Yeah, I was tr- It was also fun to watch the adults lose control of the kids. I was trying to kind of like remember, you know, how we, we, we talked yesterday about things and I was trying to picture the people that I met with yesterday sitting around the table and talking about things and I was trying to remember what they talked about like any topic that they talked about and I just couldn't remember it, yeah. so I've I've I knew I've listened to them for a little while and then I just turned off <laughs> it's like I just thought oh I, I can't even and there was one person that made an effort to socialize with me, uh, which was your mother's ex-student, of course. Uh, and everybody is my mother's ex-student, uh-huh. because every single person in the region went through my mother's class, which mm-hmm. is about 10,000 people, which mm-hmm. is really scary. Mm-hmm. And your mother remembered her name, and she was quite surprised that your mother remembered her name. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so she kind of made an effort, so she asked me what my name was, and... Uh, mm-hmm. And how many kids I had. <laughs> and that's what it ended. Uh, well, there you go. Um, Sometimes it does end really quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I have to say that she did make an effort. But other than that, I was just I just felt really... I didn't even feel bothered about it, you know? Like, sometimes you're kind of in a group and you feel bad and you feel like, oh, I should maybe talk to somebody or whatever. I should try and fit in. I didn't even... I didn't even feel bothered about it. I just, I just kind of sat there and I just thought, I have no idea what these people are talking about. I feel absolutely and completely disconnected. <laughs> yeah, the- I have no idea how to, how to add myself to this conversation because I'm just, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm on a higher level or anything like that. I just had, I just genuinely really had no idea what they were Those talking about. Th- <laughs> Let, let, me explain. let me explain. You know, I'm not saying that I'm better than them or that they were talking about stupid stuff, but I honestly had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, well, what it is is that people who have traveled a bit, people who have an open mind, people who have more, I would say, adventurous experiences, people who live outside of the cultural paradigm mm-hmm. um, very often feel like that. It's the same way that more intelligent people feel isolated because they have less people that they can communicate with. I don't consider myself more intelligent. No, I didn't say I didn't say you were more intelligent. I just yeah. said it's the same principle. Okay. 
but um, sorry, I'm not. I'm not saying okay. we're not intelligent. No, okay. I, I'm just no, 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 no. I would. I would to make it clear that it's not. It's not like I felt that they were beneath me or anything because of my tan like that. It's, it's, it was just like when when you're a kid and you come to your new class, you know, and everybody there has a common base type thing and they know, it's like they know everything among each other mm-hmm. and that like automatically kind of excludes you basically because because you don't have the common base you can't you don't understand their like their uh the untold that's between them mm. that they all know about because they've been through it together right yeah yeah, yeah. <coughs> i understand that i understand that it, well it's the but it's funny because it doesn't work like that at the homeschooling group because that's such a mixture of people with so many different backgrounds, right? You have the Russian from, person. From different and countries. Yes, so. and, and, and you have the, you have the S- Swiss woman and, and you have people that came from England and it's just, it's just people from all over the place and they're all in the same position, basically. Well, they've all... I'll, I'll tell you part of what it is. And they make a big effort to... They've Actually, all, they've all woken up. Is what it is. They've all woken up to the fact that the world, as it was presented to them when they were younger, is not that. The world that's um, almost everything that is presented in media is false. Almost everything. What we see on. The TV, what we see in the news, what we see in TV programs, it's just a small scratch on the surface of reality. And the the the, the truth is Yeah, you know, I don't really want to go there in this conversation, but the truth is Good. far deeper than anybody wants to understand or evaluate um, just walking through the local times I have enough information to make a strong suggestion that every single thing that happens around about here is very very tightly controlled by a very small group of people and um, it's very hard to to integrate within that society because that society is um, I, I don't even know how to describe it really it's a it's Freemasonic culture right and there's nothing inherently negative about Freemasonic culture except the fact that they predominantly select only their own people to uh, to allow pro- progress forward through their degree-based social system and um, they have their churches which are not churches they're temples and lodges and these buildings are visible on almost every street and people don't see it because they don't know what to look for and 
it's it, it's the way that the culture is designed here. It's as I said, it's not it's it's not inherently negative. It's uh, that there's a great benefit to a great amount, amount of people that uh, it is the way that it is. But most people haven't woken up to the knowledge that that exists. They've got absolutely no idea that uh, that it exists. How's that connected to what we were talking about for crying out loud? Um, <laughs> well, it's talking about uh, fitting into cultures. It's their culture. This is their, this 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 is the cult created by their system. That's where the word culture comes from. I'm not saying cult as in you know, kind of negative satanic weird stuff. I'm just saying that the word culture comes from the word cult, which means uh, groupings of people with certain beliefs. Anyway, my point that I was making is that that the 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 people in the homeschooling group are, I think more appreciative and they don't take other people for granted so that's just what it seems to me that the other group of people is like a bit like kids at school right it's like mm -hmm. if we've got a group of people well we we get along right mm -hmm. the people in the homeschooling group are all thankful for having a group of people you know they're not there just to get along they're there to be there it's 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 an effort <laughs> they don't just happen to be there together they're there together because they want to be there together you know what i mean it's a conscious effort it's a conscious effort it's the same with the kids right i mean when you've got school kids you don't worry about them spending times with their friends because you think well they go to school so they spend time with their friends at school right you don't think about it as a parent you don't make a conscious effort when you've got kids at school you generally don't make a conscious effort to make your kids visit their friends or to to you know think oh oh we should do this so that my kid could spend time with their friends yeah, well, the parents make the classic mistake of... Because they just assume, you know, that they're, they're like, well, kids spend time with their friends at school, and when they're home, we should we should make an effort, you know, to spend it together as a family. Hope, hopefully, that would be the ideal okay, it thing to think yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, except it doesn't work like that. So, I know a lot of families where it does work like that, where where people do treasure time with their children because, you know, children are at school, so when they're at home, they make sure that the weekends, for example, they, they do family activities, okay? Uh, but the homeschooling group is like the other way around because they've got the kids at home mm -hmm. and they do family stuff all the time. They make a conscious effort that the child meets friends and I feel like that the homeschooling people treasure the friendship and, and try to nurture the relationship with other people more. And I think that that kind of transpires into the... Perspires, transpires, whatever the word is. <laughs> into the, into the, the entire atmosphere within the homeschooling group uh, between the parents themselves as well. Yeah, parents have forgotten how to parent. What what I mean well, by said one of those generalizations again. <laughs> Let me finish. Some parents forgot yeah. how to be right. And okay, 
Could you please understand that when I say parents have forgotten how to parent, I don't mean every fucking parent. Okay. I know, but okay. it sounds like that. Well, just stop it. Okay, intelligent people will get it. Less intelligent people won't. That's not the problem, right? Um, parents have forgotten how to parent. What I mean by that is that they're handing over responsibility to people who are not actually responsible, like the schools. So parents are saying, well, it's not my job to do it, it's the school's job. And that's a mistake. Well, yeah, it's, not, it, it's not It's not in the, in the, what I said, right? It's, it's not in that case. They don't assume that it's the school's job to provide friends for the, for the kids. They just... They do. But they do. You see, they, they don't, they, they, what they say and what they do are two different things. They say that they don't expect it, but they don't act to do anything about I it. Don't so think therefore they, they, do, they do expect it because their actions and their words are different. I don't think they expect it and I don't think that they they take that as one of the functions of the school. I think they just take it as a byproduct and therefore underestimate it hugely. Um, well, that's that's not a bad perspective to have on that. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of under estimation of the amount of effort that it requires to do things. I think parents might often be in a in a conflict that they don't even realize is a conflict because on one hand they expect the school that that the kids going to have friends at school and it's going to socialize at school. That's the stupid stupid socialization myth, right? So they expect that the child is socializing at school, but on the other hand, <laughs> They will tell the school you don't. They will tell the kid you don't go to school for friends. You go to school to study, right? So if like if like the kid has a trouble because he's been caught talking to his friend instead of instead of doing his schoolwork, right? Mm -hmm. He'd be he'd be in trouble because having friends is not the main point of being at school. It's a study. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of lot of lot of parents kind of have this conflicted belief that. On one hand, the school is there for studying and you should study first mm -hmm. before, you know, it's more important than talking to other people. But on the other hand, they rely on the fact that there are other people there that you're going to socialize with, which is ridiculous because obviously it's a contradiction, right? But people don't realize that. Yeah, I think that, I think that parents are offloading their... Uh, not always negative, but but very often negative experiences onto their children. And what I mean by that is that I think the first hour or two hours of the day are very important for setting up the day. That's why I like I try to take the first hour of the day for myself. Yeah. So I think the first hour of the day is very important. Are you all right there? You spilled coffee on yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, again. Little pattern on my there's, there's little coffee spots all over the bed where coffee has been spilled, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway, um, there's. Offloading. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's, um, um, there's this offloading, and I think that the the most obvious way in which that happens is in the morning, where uh, kids are put under a lot of stress and pressure by their parents to get up and get out quickly mm -hmm. and why do the kids have to get up and get out quickly and I've been through this with some of my, my clients they have to get up and get out quickly because the parents have to get up and get out quickly mm -hmm. so the parents are throwing their 
kids into this chaotic world. Uh, and the kids then start to believe that this chaos is normal and is to be expected, but it doesn't really have to be that way. But for maybe 90 plus percent of kids, the first hour of the day is just madness with people running about and, and not shouting at each other, but, you know, getting in each other's way and blah, 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 blah. It's blah. a bit crazy, actually. It's a, it's another one of the contradictions, okay? Because in my family, I know that, you know, we had like uh, about three quarters of an hour to get ready to go to school, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, it was still rushed. But then my mother wouldn't wake me up earlier because... She wanted to, she wanted me to have as much sleep as you know. She's like, why? Why should I wake her up early if she can have a little bit more sleep, right? Why should well, you have more sleep? Yeah. Even though she woke you up early. Well, That's she ridiculous. woke me up at the the latest she possibly could so that I can get myself organized and get out. If you understand that, it's like well, when, this contradictory though. Yeah, I know. It's like when we're when we're waking up the kids, right? I'm mm. not going to wake the kids up earlier than an hour before we leave when we have to go somewhere early in the morning because I want them to get as much sleep as possible. You know, if we leave at nine, I'm not going to. I'm I'm going to wake them up at eight. I'm not going to wake them up at seven because it's unnecessary. Yeah, there's also a difference between unique situations and daily situations. Yes, but anyway, so I'm just saying that to for you to understand why she would wake me up at that time, right? So it gave me just enough time to get ready. But at the same time, I had to get up. The time that I had to get up, I had to get up and I had to get moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would get up and I had to put my clothes on and get the hygiene done and then go and have my breakfast and prepare for school and then leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was all go. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there was no time to just sit and stare in the wall for 10 minutes which sometimes I like yeah, to do in the morning. But it's kind of madness to say on one hand, I want you to have as much sleep as possible. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, still get someone up early. Well, but you have to. Yeah, that's what, but I'm saying that that's <laughs> madness. Well, no, it's not. That's how life works, though. No, no. You have to get up no, early, but you want not, to get as much sleep yeah, as possible. Yeah, those, those are not counter-arguments. Those are different arguments. But they're not counter arguments because, because it because you, you do want people to get as much sleep as possible. Yes. But then to get people up early is to is to you know be self sabotaging your own. Well, your own what time. you do is you put people to bed earlier, don't you? Well, like you go to bed earlier so that you can get up early in the morning and still get enough sleep. Well, I, I, there, there's that's one of the ways of, of looking at it. I, I, I tend to find that I'm constantly less productive through the, throughout the day. So therefore, yeah. I sort of realized that that after eight o'clock in the evening, I just, there's, there's zero productivity in, in, in my world. And uh, not that not that there isn't a good period of time for zero product productivity and it, it can't be fun, but um, it's just like, I. There's no point me even trying to do anything after that point in time. I don't. I don't want to like demonize parents for having to go to work in the morning and having to get their kids to school early in the morning because, because that's life. Okay, that's just how it works sometimes. It's not. 
it's not evil of the parents to to put away their can parenting I, responsibilities and put I, them onto schools just because they have to. Yeah, can I can I can I make a point there? Yes. I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I think it's interesting to observe the fact that when people say that's just how it works, that the word the word just when people say that is ignorant of the fact that it's got a very specific design. It's not, it didn't happen by chance. The social engineers yes, within that, within right? society. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I know that you understand that. I'm just, I just feel uh, for myself yes, that yes, it's yes. important to point out that it's not an accident, right? It's not an accident. People have sat down and looked at the way that society is constructed and they've said this is the best way that it should be organized and run and this is how we're going to do it you know what i like i like i like the way that the russians have it i don't mean the nation i mean our russians that we know you know <laughs> that that the, the older daughter goes to school mm -hmm. but it's a choice Mm -hmm. Right, she wants to go to that school, and she treasures because it's because it's, it's the best school probably she, in the country. And she treasures going to that school, right? And it's like, <laughs> if her mom says, "I'm gonna have to get, take you out of that school," she'll be like, "No, no, no! Please let of, me go to of school." Of course, right? of course, you're gonna treasure going to that school. You're going to school with the royals. Yes, that's, but that's, I mean, that's the royal school. I know, but what I mean is. That's how it should be with, <laughs> in the ideal world, right? That's how it should be with every school. That, that, kids have the option to be at home. That's like the ideal situation. She has the possibility to not go to school if she chooses so. If she like clicks her fingers, mm -hmm. she can stay at home every day. It doesn't have to go to school, but she chooses to go to that school and she wakes up every day, early in the morning, because she goes to school where she wants to go and where she wants to be, right? I mean, it's amazing. Don't you think it's amazing? I think it's amazing. I... I think it's the best situation ever. Because she's making a choice and she's using uh, things that she has, you know, that, 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 that are possible. I, I think her. it's... I think it's positive to have that kind of choice. I just I'm love not it. sure. I, I, I'm not sure if I agree if it's it's amazing and the best thing ever. But I I, th I agree that it's positive to have I that think choice. It's the best be. thing ever. Because <laughs> what what's happening with a lot of the curriculum in those kinds of environments is that it's still very much relating to the national system. Not that it shouldn't, but from what I've heard, there's. Uh, there, there's slightly less progression than should be in that environment. But I don't know enough about it to completely make a comment because I'm pretty sure that a school like that has several tiers of system within which it operates. It will have the mm. it will have the front-facing curriculum, and then it will have a back curriculum as well. Yeah, it will have an unspoken curriculum that it teaches because of the clientele mm -hmm. that it has. It will need to go much further in certain areas. Yeah, and yeah, I understand. If you uh, reference my article, The 13 Principles of 
private education, mm-hmm. um, then it, it definitely looks at, at certain principles and su- and has the the staff with the background to support the students yeah. in in those areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um, you know, it's not just it's, all good. it's not just pulling people at the age of twenty-five out of a school teacher study program and put them in front of a class. Yeah, right? These are people with with worldwide experiences. I get it. I get it. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's 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 amazing that they have such such an opportunity to do that. Though. You, you know what I find interesting? Mm-hmm. I find interesting that the uh, the unique documentary. The, it was like a five or six part documentary that was made about that school is completely unavailable anywhere on the internet and all evidence of it has has and references to it have been removed. Uh, that's why I never heard about it. <laughs> well, I was I wanted to uh, I wanted to tell some of my clients about it because I thought that their kids might be interested in. Mm-hmm. knowing that that kind of school exists. Mm-hmm. And so I did a bit of research on it and discovered that the, uh, I think it was the BBC, did a several parts documentary on students of the school and how the school is different and better. Mm-hmm. And once it was aired, all references to it have gone. Mm-hmm. It's just gone. It's like I, I, and it's, you know how you can still find references to stuff on the internet? It's because everything is out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing about it. Mm-hmm. There's not even there's not even a YouTube clip, which you you know somebody would have like taken out like a like a little five minute YouTube clip from the program or something mm-hmm. or one of the programs. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing, and that suggests to me that somebody didn't want the information out there, because mm-hmm. other otherwise you'd have a documentary about one of the best schools in the world, right? And people would be in like... In the world, are you sure? In the world. Oh. Are you not being all Great Britain thing now? No, I'm not. Because nobody even heard about that school in why do you the think entire Europe. Why do you think nobody's heard about it? Why do you think? Because there's another level that people don't know about, okay? there's It's part... Why do you think? Why do you think the royal family send their kids there? Why do you think the richest people in the world, world, the, the, the world. Queen, Britain, no, the world, the Queen of England, owns more land on the planet than anybody else? You can Google it and you can check out land what use. What does that have to do with ownership. the school? What does it have to do with the school? Because the Queen's grandchildren study. At the school. Yes, that's Britain. That's still Britain. That's not the world. I bet no, you. D- d- I no, no, bet no, you. You've got no, tens, no, no, if not hundreds, no, of schools no, like listen, that in America. Listen. No, no, you've got about ten schools like that in America because I've studied it because it's my topic. I've researched it and I've worked in that area. And you must have a school like that in France, and you must have a school like that in Germany. And if you look at the website for the school, which I'm not going to mention the name of, because I've got in, because I, I had a talk on the school before, and I removed it from the internet because of certain things that happened. Yeah. Um, there's, if you go to the website of the school, it gives you links to their international network school connections, which is one school in France, one school in Switzerland, 
one school. So naturally, the richest people in each country have a school yes. that they send their children to. And yes. these schools are part of a massive international private yes. education. Yes, network. but that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's not the best school in the world. It's the best school in the country. You have no, to make that, no, make that. No, no, listen, you don't know what you're talking about because I've studied this for at least 10 to 15 years and you haven't studied it at all. So I'm sorry. You don't know what you're talking about at all in this topic. I'm pulling out the card and saying, you have no idea. I've spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours on this topic. So what makes the school better than the, its equivalent in Germany then? Or in America, or those ten, 10 equivalents in America? Number one, the richest people in the world send their children there. To this school. So people yes. from like Germany China. and France and, and China, Japan. China and South America. Send their school yes. into Scotland. Send their, send their children to this Shitty school. little Scotland. Yes. That is big in Scot- as much population as Slovakia. Yes. Yes, it's a it's, yes. Because this school was one of the first schools that was set up to teach the children of the richest people in the world. Right. And it's the network within which it operates is hundreds of years old, 200 to 300 years old. I went to school that was 200 years old as well, so it doesn't mean anything. Um yeah, but the richest people in the world didn't send their kids there. No. That's my point. You want your wealth to be protected. Mm-hmm. The way that you protect it is you send your kids to a school which design programs to protect wealth. That's how it works. Yes, but my point and is I'm sure that they have schools like that in France, for example. Which yeah, has been the cultural uh, center of of and 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 the center of everything in Europe for centuries, rather than Scotland. Mm, well, no, because you're going back to a British Empire-based system. So, um, and and there was a French Empire as well. Yeah, but it was never as big. <laughs> so what? Yeah, but enough. it was but it but it was never as big. Oh, I think I think I think it's no, your, you don't know what you're talking about. I think it's your Great Britain type thing. Yeah, look, look, your prejudice, your your prejudice does not trump my knowledge. Okay, it doesn't. It's does enough prejudice to question it, though. Yeah, yeah, questioning things is a good idea. Prejudice does not trump knowledge. That's true, but you have and to I question. I have the knowledge, it. and I have to question everything that comes from Britain and claims that something British is the best because I know about the programming that teaches all British people that Britain is great, that things in Britain are the best. Well, it's not like we call right. our country Great Britain or anything. Yeah, I know, silly, I know, but... right? I mean, the number of people I spoke to who would tell me that Dickens was the greatest world's novelist and that Shakespeare was the world's greatest writer and that and that Keats was the 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 world's greatest poet just because they were told that it's ridiculous uh, it's ridiculous well, and when well, i would yes, say obviously those are mistakes and when i would say like oh really dickens was the greatest novelist well well how about honore de balzac and how about hugo and they'd be like who <laughs> okay, yeah. 
right? How about Cervantes? How about the Russians? How about the freaking Russians? I mean, but Turgenev, for crying out loud, I mean, you've got Dostoevsky, exactly. Tolstoy. And they'd be like, what? But Dickens. Oh no, but J.K. Rowling. But freaking Dickens. Yes, Dickens was awesomely great. I'm not saying he wasn't. But he wasn't the world's greatest novelist. He was the Britain's greatest novelist. And it's the biggest mistake that people here make. Is they, they're going to take something that was great in Great Britain and present it as the greatest thing in the world, even though they know nothing about the rest of the world. I'm not saying that you know nothing about the rest of the world, but I'm saying that I have to question, their, because of my experience with this, I have to question every claim that claims that something British is the greatest in the world, because I know the premise you know, that has been taught to people here in this country. So... So I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that this is my reason for questioning it. Oh, that's, that's all. A, oh, that's a good reason. I like that reason. But, <laughs> I like it. It's good. It's good to question it. Yeah. Um, there's uh, there's obviously a competition between. Various different groups in various different countries, but um, and I think I think that Scotland doesn't even have it as bad as England does. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I get I get, I get that point, but we can't also forget that Oxford, Cambridge, and Edinburgh are part of the ancient, like five hundred, six hundred years old university systems, which yeah. are the oldest surviving modern systems. Yeah. Perhaps with the exception of places in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, you've got yeah. Sorbonne in France, for example. There you go. There you go. Hmm. I'm sure you have equivalents in, in Holland. I'm gonna, excuse me for a moment. I'm going to pause. I'm going to go and put the fire on. Cause you mean the radiator? <laughs> Would you call it fire? It's not the really fire. fire. It's a radiator. The fake fire. It's electric radiator. Because it's cold. Okay, one second. I find it fire, fire. I find fire. it funny. Fire. I find fire. it. F- I find fire. it funny how your family calls radiators fire. It's like you live in some kind of medieval castle. Yeah. It's cold. Why don't you put the fire on? Well, oh, okay. Let me just light a bonfire in the middle of the living room then. Yeah. Well, let's just live in big old cold places. <laughs> put the fire on. There's no fires in this house. You've got electric and gas bloody things which in the walls which, which instead of real fire. fires. Yeah, instead of real fires, which make everything colder. Which is I. You could put the fire on. Okay, do you have many matches? <laughs> well, I've got this theory that people shape the environment to reflect their inner self, and uh, the fact that places are cold a lot of the time, reflects the coldness within the inner person. So um, I've just noticed that, that places where people are happy tend to be warmer. And I, I don't mean sort of, the, no, I'm talking about the weather, right? <laughs> you know, I'm just talking about... Uh, Poor Iceland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought they got the thermal sort of spring waters there, don't they? Which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, the geysers. Yeah, <laughs> geyser. <laughs> Geezer. The, geysers, the geysers. 
Call the geezers. Yeah. yeah. Lovely, lovely. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that um, I think that there there's a strong relationship to that that uh, um, people haven't haven't realised, and I think that uh, you know I would say that's one positive element of the the, the Slovak the cultural experiences where um, everything when, is warm when people are. You know, when people are, are open and friendly and warm, they're really open and friendly and warm. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of all part of the culture, whereas the the stiff upper lip British thing is is kinda cold, right? I mean you, you don't you don't ex you you don't relate the the stiff upper lip British culture to something which is warm and friendly. It it's not. I mean it, universally British people are uh sort of the, the cultural cultural stereotype is that they they don't talk about how they feel they're afraid to communicate openly they're definitely not like the spanish or italians or the french in in terms of communication the british are reserved and it's a it's a cultural stereotype because it, there's a lot of truth in it um mm -hmm. historically and carried into the present as well it's funny how that how that changes with the weather though i mean have you have you ever thought about that you know how there is there is the cultural stereotypes uh but there's also a lot of lot of practical basis in them right that cultures that live in the cold environment are usually um like more reserved and very disciplined um and then the cultures that live and warm environments where the weather where where you don't need to heat things up in the winter right it's it's so warm that you don't have a problem with providing uh for for your family or whatever in the winter right you don't have to you you didn't historically have to like make uh make sure that you had wood and heat and food reserves and things like that mm -hmm. People seem to be more open, more laid back, more, you know, kind of, and and it's a it's on one hand it sounds like a stereotype, but on on the other hand it actually works. <laughs> it's yeah. it's like it is like that, right? Well, I have this theory about. <coughs> you're right, huh? Sorry, I, yeah. I have this theory about the uh, the technology. Let's take a crass example. Let's take the the, the Xbox example, right? Mm -hmm. The an African country would never have created the technology for the Xbox because they'd be like, what's the point? Yeah. Because they'd be outside. Because you can go out and you can play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that those elements of technology, like video games, are very much relative to uh, Western and Northern countries. I don't know, China. I mean, they're I very te technology cool type thing, okay, right? So South Korea, China, Japan, Korea, the South, Asians. South, South Korea, not North Korea. There's a big difference. Um, uh, I, I can't comment too much about those cultures because I don't know a lot, but uh -huh. uh, I know that within the city environments, they're definitely very techno 
logically orientated, but yeah. that's a result of the city. Yeah, it may be that they don't have the space to do things like that. I mean, obviously, they're not going to have a golf course across the street, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> well, they don't that, have that, space. That, that which, that which <laughs> conserves space and creates opportunity yeah. gives advantages. So if you can put your entire library on a Kindle, for example, yeah. that's a bad example, but um, then, uh, then you're going to have some kind of advantage from yeah. that. If you, you don't have space for the golf course, but you can create a virtual golf course, mm -hmm. then um, that, that makes sense. I mean, the, the, on the other side, you, you've got the, the whole madness of the environment anyway, because you've got those cities with millions of people living in them. And you've got My sister's learning how to surf. She's learning how to surf. Yeah, sent me a message yesterday. I just smashed her knees to bits and and uh, and had her brain soaked in salty water. But she's uh, she's managed to actually stand on the board for a few minutes. <laughs> it's pretty that's, cool. That's cool. That's very cool. I'm very I'm very uh, jealous. I told her that we have a friend that's got surf school here, but. Uh, <laughs> So, so she's very welcome to come and surf in the North Sea, but she wasn't very keen. <laughs> yeah, well, the whole fact that you could have a surf school here just hi highlights and underlines and. I was like, what do you do? You like this. surf in the parka or something, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Do you have like this this electrical heated surfing suit? <laughs> you do actually. You do get heated uh, suits. No surfing suits, though. No electrical surfing suits, I, I imagine. Well, it probably wouldn't do very well with the water. Uh, probably not, but... Maybe you get hotties. Maybe you get a surfing suit with hotties up your bum or something. There must be... Don't, don't they just trap the body heat anyway? Yes, they do. That's that's the point of the neoprene type yeah. thing. Yeah. So, um, only your hands and feet freeze to death. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's what my mom used to uh, wear for her diving. Mm -hmm. um, it also keeps you afloat. Yeah, surfing is uh, something I haven't tried, and uh, I imagine it would be hard. <laughs> well. I'd love to try it though. Yeah, be fun. My, my, my thought, my, my, my fear is the, the the expense of doing it. I think it would be quite expensive to do it. Yeah, I imagine it would be. Yeah, so it's uh, one of the luxuries. Um, yeah, I'd be all like, me being me, I'd be like, okay, how can you recreate the surfing experience without going surfing? And I'd be like, <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> get, get Xbox get You'd Xbox. just be playing surfing on Xbox. Well, well, no, I'd be like. <sighs> I'd I'd be like getting the big piece of wood and putting it out in the garden and like making like balance beam stuff out of it, you know, uh -huh. and getting the kids to do that. Also, the last time I tried that, um, Will got kicked in the face by Jazz. <laughs> Shoved the boot in in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, which uh, which didn't work out too well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Made him stronger. Made him look like Rocky for a while. It did. It did. Um, if you and spoke like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How do we go into surfing? Because, uh, oh, activities and being things being called, right? Um, yeah. So, I think that the, the, the I think that people shape the outer environment 
very much the way that they relate to things. It, it goes back to the inner technology, outer technology. How about the Finnish, for example? You said that the Finnish were even more oh, reserved the are than the British. Fucking scary. <laughs> the Finnish are fucking scary, and um, I wanted to get back out there this. This this summer for a week or two weeks, I wanted to take you and the kids out to uh, Helsinki. It's not going according to plan, though. So <laughs> no, no shit. At this at this moment in time, although I do have. Maybe we could hitchhike there. Although I do have I do have free accommodation set up. Do you? Yeah. Which, is epic. That is epic. Um, but like I can't afford the expense. To, to transport everybody out there, right uh-huh. um, which is a pain in the ass, but um, never mind, uh, because uh, it, 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 it's all on the back burner, but still possible. Anyway, anyway, that's another story. But um, yeah, the you're like you're you're almost not allowed to make any noise at home. <laughs> yeah, because it it's. I, I was told several times by several Finnish people that you can't raise your voice in your home because it's impolite and the neighbors might hear it. We wouldn't be able to argue. We wouldn't be able to do a podcast. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Um, We'd have to argue while whispering. Uh, and Stop shouting at me. And... Um, you know, the, my my experience there was it was like nobody lived there. It was in the center of the city, but it was like nobody lived there. Do you know, it, 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 it's a classic example of the fact that it's louder in villages, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it was the center of the city, uh-huh. and there was zero noise. You know how I like quiet environments. Yes. Well, it was it was even so quiet that I got nervous. Right? It was even. Can you can you even imagine? Yeah. Um, it, it was insanely quiet. Really, the center of the city was insanely quiet. It's if you heard, like, like during the day, you'd like hear maybe ten people's voices or something. It's it was it it it, it was eerie. It just makes you want to wreak havoc. No, um, <laughs> I did get a funny story from the the owner of the. The flat that I was staying in when I was there, who was like, he said, one morning I, I looked out the window and I was really surprised to see that that, that all the bushes were moving, and then I realized there were people in all the bushes, and I thought this is really weird, so I better go down and investigate, because he's like, I, so I, what he was saying, yeah, okay, and so he goes, he, so he went downstairs to investigate and went out into the little courtyard, and he said, he said the, the he said the army was running a training drill. <laughs> and he said there was just like guys dressed in camouflage gear with machine guns running around everywhere. <laughs> so it's just, so just the most bizarre thing ever. Um, anyway, it's an odd place. More boats than cars. And um, <laughs> uh, the, the bicycle thing is quite amazing there. That, uh, that, that everybody cycles everywhere. That's great, though. Um, oh, yeah. That's it so is. practical. It is. Um, it's very healthy for the environment and very healthy for the people, and mm-hmm. it's all, it's all good. Um, and so, yeah, that that was, and, and the big parks. That were all very 
quiet. It was strangely quiet. And people were like, well, you know, everyone's on holiday, so that's why it's all quiet. And I was thinking, yeah, but when everyone comes back from holiday, everybody's going to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so so it's going to be quiet again. <laughs> so it's going to be quiet again, yeah. yeah. What about so, kids in the park, like, playing football and stuff? Um, were they quiet? <laughs> I don't remember seeing kids in the park. Although, what I did see was... Um, the parks for football were sand parks. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know. How can you kick a ball in the sand? Because I didn't see any, I didn't see any grass parks anyway. for football, but I did see lots of sand parks that's for football. Weird. Yeah. Beach uh, football. Imagine it, the sand gets everywhere and gets really annoying. Mm. Um, I I saw <coughs> when I like researched Finland, I saw a lot of things like. Like festivals and things like that, like outdoor festivals and concerts. I, mean, I imagine those are not quiet. Um, you know, like there, like people there, in the middle of the square for for a festival and things like that. There's really strict rules about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Slovakia where everything's just wild and wonderful, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, not everything. Yeah, but you get the point Wild, with the festivals. Yes, I mean, there's like a festival every day in Slovakia. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's just concerts all over the place all the time. Yeah. yeah. In the summer. Um, That's why I like it. So, and also it's it's different because it was, it was Helsinki and Helsinki's a capital city. So there's going to be some sort of... You know, I never thought that I'd be homesick. But when you when you move into a different culture, like here, for example, there's, there's a whole lot of things that you realize that you didn't appreciate before that you had in Slovakia. like The weather? Like, well, the weather is one thing, but um, the concerts, for example, the the, the outdoor activities, the 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 kind of like great. community type thing, right? I mean, on one hand, I'm 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 happy here because there's more. I feel like there's more opportunities for, you know, like things to do with the kids and 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 places to explore and people to meet and the kids speak the language, yada yada yada, but. But then in Slovakia, there's other things that are that are pretty cool. And oh well, yeah. Did you get the the Slovak people are hyperactive in their yeah. recreational activities. There's yeah, it's like it's, it's like something's going on all the time. People organize things all the time, and mm-hmm. and 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 things are not as impossible as as they are here. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're like, okay, well, let's organize a market, right? Here, you you'd have all different types of obstacles to overcome to organize an actual like open ground market in the middle of the square mm-hmm. in Slovakia it's possible you're, you're a group of young kids and, and it's possible to organize a traditional market that's what a group of young young kids did in Ternava they decided this used to be a traditional market in Ternava that has been written in historical books and chronicles about right mm-hmm. Let's start organizing it, and let's start organizing it in a place where it was usually held with all the traditional, you know, arts and crafts and things. And they started doing it, and it's hugely popular, right? Mm-hmm. And it was some kind of—it was just some hipster kids that that came up with the idea, right, at the beginning. Uh, and and it's possible, and they've done it. And here, <laughs> it's like I can't—I just can't imagine that happening here. I don't know why. For some reason, I can't imagine that happening Well, here. it's because of what I described earlier. Yeah, you'd have the to... The system of control. Exactly, the system of control. It would have to be controlled or organized by some somebody somewhere else. Otherwise, it would probably be highly... 
improbable. Well, it would have to be organized by the council. The Otherwise, the blah, invisible blah, blah. hand is very powerful here. It has not infiltrated Slovak society yet. Slovak society, as I said, is still wild. And yeah. when it's wild, you get all these things coming together. And um, it, it's, it's like that Slovakia has as many, maybe even more rules in other countries, but nobody follows them. Yeah, so it's like that. There's our friends that are open in a skate park, right? And and uh, Carrie told me that they need the X X Y Z amount of money mm -hmm. to have the government just to look at the grounds mm -hmm. and to assess whether they're allowed to even open it there or not. Yeah, and whereas you know? in Slovakia, I had friends who uh, hired diggers for half a day. And built a bike park. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the forest, right? And, and, yeah, and, and, exactly. And, and, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. In Slovakia, you can just go and do stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 true that the situation is different because she told me, you know, they'd be hiring the grounds from the government or from the local council or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they have to like, oh, what's the word? Uh, follow some regulations and shit, but it's yeah. ridiculous. It's it's just it's just it just throws throws logs under people's feet, as they say in Slovak language. Well, yeah, I mean, well, well do you know how like phrases that people say stick in your head as being either right or wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. and one of or somebody that we we met recently said to me. Um, you know, we're so lucky to have so many freedoms here. Mm. And my, the, my, my automatic reaction in my brain was, you've got no idea what you're talking about, and you haven't traveled, and you haven't lived in any other country. That's the and thing, so you've yeah. Got, you've got no clue. They believe what, they have freedoms here because yeah. they haven't lived anywhere else yeah, and yeah, haven't exactly. experienced any other freedoms. Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, and you, can't, you can't explain this to them. I'm not because I they haven't because they haven't experienced it, so they're not really going to understand. On one hand, because there's less less control in Slovakia, you, I mean, there's obviously things that are very extremely incredibly fucked up, like the government, and the corruption at the top level of the government, and the mafia running the freaking country, right? Mm -hmm. And the way the way that politicians laugh into people's faces and get away with all different types of shit, right? Mm -hmm. You have recorded phone calls where people talk about murders and mm -hmm. and and thefts and nothing ever happens to them because they're in the government, right? Mm -hmm. You've got recordings of of them making fun of the fact that they have done bad shit and nothing's going to happen to them about it. And mm -hmm. nothing happens to them about it, right? Mm -hmm. So they're literally laughing in people's faces you know about getting away with huge amounts of corruption and they still get away with it so because there is i i i think it's because there is lack of control i don't know why i don't know why there because the system is so corrupted that they're just capable of getting away with it right well there's that in the fact the system promotes corruption so yeah so so, I mean, that's a huge negative for me, right, to live in that country. That's a huge negative that, that there's, there's some kind of standard in Britain where, 
I'm not saying that the corruption doesn't exist, but at least they are required to keep their face, you know. <laughs> at least at least if something like that transpired here, they would have they would they would stand down automatically. The people would automatically stand down from their functions if something like that came up. Right. They stand down from their functions for lesser things than that. Yeah, the the thing is because the standard is different. And they're moving the boundaries in Slovakia slowly. They're pushing the boundaries further and further and they keep getting away with it. So that's one thing that I that that's 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 a huge negative for me in Slovakia. Yeah, but But don't don't forget that there's a lot of positives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well don't forget that Britain starts wars. Right. That's true. <laughs> so it's like you've got your, you got. What would you rather have? You know, your 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 localized mafia problem or your war? Right? Yeah, no. Um, so they're they're all at it in different in different ways, and um, it's a the social system, for example, is funny. It's like on one hand, people are really angry in Slovakia about. About you've, you've got a group of people in Slovakia that are really angry about gypsies getting social benefits from the government because they don't work, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, the the government has this classic social security system where you've got like a minimum living, minimum living amount that they're going to give you if you don't earn that much money by yourself, right? In order to protect your children, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so... Uh, so on one hand, people are like really angry about about the government giving benefits to uh, to people. Uh, on the other hand, everybody's eager and keen on stealing whatever they can from the government. <laughs> you know, take as much as you can. So it's pirate philosophy. Yeah. So it's like we're not happy that you're paying these poor people money from our taxes, but on the other hand. If we can get away with claiming as much as we can claim, we're going to do it. Yeah, well, the the truth about the social system is, <coughs> is that it was never really set up to to help people. But you have to, f look, you have to front, you have to front that you're doing something good because nothing can be built on the foundation of negatives, right? So you have to front. The, the, the charities, a lot of the time, front on on doing good. Um, and the, the, this, this presentation, the, this front, is, uh, is or has been perfected in, in, in Western society where it's really hard to cut through the uh, uh, I don't know the, the 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 veneer and find out what is what is going on. I've got a perfect example. Yeah. Perfect example is the homeless situation, right? Mm -hmm. In in yeah, I've got a feeling that in Britain the <coughs> the poverty is all covered up. Of course. Because you get you get you get the. Um, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, right? You get the, like the homeless accommodation, for example, right? You're homeless and they're going to find you a place to stay within two weeks. Mm -hmm. You're somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. you, you've got a roof under your head. It might be cold. Over. 
it might be damp over sorry it might be you know you might still not have enough food uh, to 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 feed your family whatever but you've got a roof over your head and therefore you're invisible because you're not out in the streets in Slovakia you've got i haven't i haven't seen any homeless people in elgin i know i know elgin's got a lot of problems with the drug problems yada yada i haven't seen one homeless person in elgin in Slovakia you see them you not everywhere but you see them you see you see people you know sitting by on, on the ground near the train station you, you see beggars you see you see people like that all the time right there's there's not a lot of them but you see them all the time you know they exist they sleep on benches in the parks and shit like that here you don't see them they all have roofs over their heads well, they, they're all tucked in somewhere they've been swept under the carpet I'm a, on one hand it's, it's on one hand it's positive because in Slovakia homeless people die during the winter because because they're out in the street in minus 15 okay yeah. and they freeze so i imagine that does not happen here but on the other it's hand cold here, here you don't know about it because they've got roofs over their heads so you don't know about them being you know hungry or whatever also food banks I've never heard of a food bank in Slovakia, ever, right? So, if you don't have money for food, you don't eat. Did you know that one-third of food in supermarkets remains unsold or unused? Yes, I know. One-third? I know, it's, it's a massive waste. Incredible it's statistic. a massive waste. Now, that's the good thing that I like about this place, that first of all, you get the whoopsies in every supermarket. Supermarket. Second of all, you've got that huge box in every super. Well, no, don't know if it's in every supermarket. In Tesco, you've got those huge boxes, right? Uh, after you go through the checkout, you've got the food bank box, mm -hmm. which is full of food where people just chuck whatever they bought so that other people have something to eat. Right, they can't afford it. You've got a huge box for cats, <laughs> where people put pet food, so that no, so that animals that are homeless or you know that are in the shelter or whatever have something to eat, right? And and you get uh, like a school supply box, mm -hmm. so that you know the, the 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 children from the poor families that rely on food banks and shit can can get like school stuff for free, mm -hmm. yeah. And on one hand, it shows you that there's probably a lot of poor people that, that have to use that kind of service. But on the other hand, it's there. So if you're hungry, you can actually go to a food bank, right? And get your basic hygiene supplies and your basic food. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't exist in Slovakia. And people don't... I just... I just find it amazing that people think about that and, and enough to actually buy something at the supermarket and put it in that box, you know? That, there's the, that there are people that think about buying things for other people when they're shopping and then putting them in the food bank box. I just think that's I, really nice. <laughs> well, I, I suggested they're more trained than they actually think because I think it's a mistake to think that people are thinking. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't, I, I, marketing and advertising, go back to the work of Edward Bernays and propaganda in the 1930s and whatever. Um, I think that people are trained to do that. I don't think they're thinking about it. I yes, think but it's not bad. socially conditioned to do that. Uh, that depends on, can you stop flipping your phone over like that, please? It's just really annoying. <sighs> It's just, it, it, it's like someone juggling next to me. So what? What's your problem with someone juggling next to you? You're it's like off, Jasmine in the car. Off, it's off-putting. Mom, stop dancing. Mom, stop singing. You should singing. dance in the fucking car. Mom, stop flipping your phone. You're disturbing me. Mom, stop fidgeting. Mom, stop cooking. I forgot what I was going to say now. Good. What was I going to say? People are trained. Yeah, I think that... Um, Society <coughs> puts out messages to tell people, to suggest to people that this is a thing that they should do. And um, look, it's well documented that poor people give more money to charity than rich people. Mm -hmm. It's well documented. Yes, I know. And so it would actually, be it's crazy, crazily enough, it would benefit the rich people to put out a message that uh, you should share what you have because they don't and so their problem of the the uh, imbalance within society gets taken care of by the poor people taking care of other poor people now I'm not saying good or bad mm -hmm. I'm just saying that it would benefit everybody mm, I understand that perspective yes if, if that happened um, but still at least they do it at least there's that option right I mean, I, I, obviously, it's bad that anybody has to use it, right? Mm -hmm. It's bad that anybody is in a situation where they have to rely on the food bank. That's that definitely well, how, not a positive how thing. Effective is it, how effective a business is it if one-third of your product remains unsold or unused or... Well, it depends on it depends on how effectively you can get rid of that product finance well, wise right well, well look at look at how yeah i mean because then you're having to pay to get rid of it so you're creating a problem for yourself i mean all, all, bus look, all, all businesses the business is right? not so. the business is is self-regulating things so it's not going to work in a way that is financially inefficient for itself. Therefore, it must be more economical for the business or more profit making or whatever you want to call it for the business to make surplus than to make less and face the possibility of not of there not being well, enough yeah, on yeah, the yeah, shelf. Because that's right? communism. Right. So obviously it is more profitable for the business to function that way otherwise it would not be functioning that way that's one thing you can rely on in the economy right unless it's government right if it's a private company you can rely 100 percent on the fact that it's working the most economically prof profitable for itself yeah that's why the, that's, right? that, that's why the placement of limitations on things is negative yeah Be so it's it's wrong morally but economically, it works, obviously, for that business. So asking what kind of business plan or how good a business plan is it if a third of your product has to get destroyed or whatever, doesn't get sold, well, it's obviously a very good business plan because it's the best 
or not best, it's the optimum op yeah, it's economically very, for them to work. Yeah, it's not very really lean though, is it? It's not morally right, absolutely. It's not environmentally right. It's just not, it's not right and it's not sustainable. But economically, it is. Hmm. But it, it does show that there's room for improvement, though. Because yes, if absolutely. you are, uh, if you're running a business like a supermarket and you realize that one third of the product um, is potentially going to be wasted, then there's a huge space of room for yeah. improvement. This is why, this this is a perfect example of why I don't agree with things being considered mainly from the economic point of view, right? Because economy doesn't take into account anything else other than profit, right? So, so um, it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't take into account morals, it doesn't take into account the environment, it doesn't take into account the individual, yada, 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 right? To it only looks true. at the profit. Therefore, you know, going back a month or whenever we had a conversation about, you know, communism, socialism and how, how the social system is not economical because the government is losing money and it's not how a business can operate and function and grow. Right. And my point was, it's not about economy. Right. That's 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 just one way why I think that the economy of the system should not always be in the center, should not always be the the uh, the priority mm -hmm. in certain situations, because in certain situations, it's more about other things it's more about the models it's being environmental friendly is not economical at all when it comes to profits for example right but you're shitting on your planet and you're cutting the branch under your feet yeah and that cutting and that's your feet? the branch oh okay like you're standing on a branch and you're cutting yes. your own branch okay yes. i get okay. it okay so um so and th and that's and that's one of the examples why why when we were arguing you know, you were making an economical point. You were like, well, well, a company doesn't, a business can't work like that, right? Mm -hmm. And my point was, it's not about business in this situation, it's about the morals. Because they're not both on the, same, on the same side of the scales, right? Sometimes they're on the opposite side of the scales. Uh. Sorry, that's just a... I, I know I'm getting away from the topic, but that's just a thing that I remembered that I thought I might make a connection between the two. Yeah. I, um, so I understand that, that is, it is important for things to function, right? I understand that it is extremely important for the business to actually exist and function. Yeah, it has to be economically proficient to a certain degree. But I think that it should, <clears throat> I think that businesses should balance it out, kind of, kind of, sort of. Well, and this is one of the situations. Sorry. Well, it's always the the problem for business how to grow your business without having a negative impact on the environment. And then, yes. That's always a problem because not only can the business have a negative effect on the environment, it's very easy to criticize the business mm. because everything that you do changes something. 
Yeah, I understand that. And so, it's like, you can't build your business there. It's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, if if that's, it's, it's the, the old Slovak saying, who doesn't do anything doesn't do any mis- make any mistakes. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It doesn't, <coughs> it doesn't matter what <coughs> you do, you will be criticized. And, the and that is why I keep saying that the government's role, right, is to create an environment that will reconcile the conflict between environment and economy. Therefore, I think that the government's role is to take these two things that are on the opposite side of the scales right now and put them both on one side. Well, Do you understand you see, what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that, that was <laughs> the original role of government, but it got, it got corrupted. See, so that was the, the original role of government was to keep regular. To ensure that nothing impeded the business. That was the role, original role of government. That was the original role of regulation. Mm-hmm. The original role of regulation meant to keep regular, ensuring that nothing mm-hmm. prevented um, the business from from interacting because that would stimulate other things to happen. Right now it seems like, in this country at least, like the government is taking a lot from the businesses, right? And putting it to the environment, right? So they'd be like, okay, well, it's our role to keep the environment healthy to a certain extent. So what we're going to do is we're going to take this part of the profit that the companies make and because they're not environmentally friendly, whether you whether we're talking about the, the nature or the people, you know, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, mean, I mean environment... Uh, as a natural environment and social environment at the same time. So so what the government is doing right now is they have a company that makes a lot of profit. They take a lot of the profit from the company and they distribute it into the parts that the, that the company itself, the business itself is taking from, right? It's like the company makes its profit while hurting the environment. So the government's going to take that money and put that money in the environment type of while stealing a lot of money for itself, obviously. But what they should do is they should introduce an environment where the company will make money while being, while not taking away from the environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, see, see, I don't disagree with the principle, but I disagree with the method. Okay. I... Because I I understand there would put limitations on the company, right? But yeah. I think I think it should the environment should be made such by the government that it's more profitable for the company to 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 not harm rather than to harm. Yeah, I see. I don't disagree with the principle. I disagree with the method. Okay. I don't think you need government to do that. So, do what do you need to do that? I don't think you need anything to do that. I. I I believe fundamentally that people are good. And I believe that the construct of business will be dictated by, in an open and free society, the construct of business will be dictated by the consumer who will have the power to, uh, to decide 
which companies to buy products from and it will be in the company's interests to do good things. Yeah, that sounds great, but it's not working. No, wait, wait, wait yeah, you haven't, you, you, you've just completely ignored my argument, <laughs> okay? You've completely ignored my argument, okay? Because the reason why it's not working is because government has stepped in and businesses have no freedom to develop in the way they want to develop. That's why it's not working. It's not working because, for example, um, minimum four out of every ten days that a business functions, minimum, mm -hmm. you're paying for the government to regulate you. Mm -hmm. Minimum. Sometimes it's six plus yes, days. Yes, that's why I think that the government should not be taking money from the businesses because that only makes the businesses yeah. want to make more money yeah, that, that, while hurting why, the environment. Well, that's that's, that's why, my that's point. That's what I'm saying. The businesses, <laughs> businesses have got no money. Yes, I know. That's part of my point. And the businesses are so focused on economics mm -hmm. that they can't focus on the environment. That's part of my point. But also... You have, I mean, look at the internet, okay? It's screaming at you. The internet is screaming at you. People from the internet are screaming at you to stop buying things in plastic, you know, be consumer responsible, only make responsible choices for the environment, you know, choose what you buy, who you buy from and what you buy and how it's packaged and yada, yada, you know, look at the production process. But it's 2% of people that do that. People don't do that. People are lazy. They don't want to care about it. They don't care about it. They say, oh, well, but it's in the supermarket like this. So, well, what can I do? Right? See, I'd, 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 I'm going to... You're overestimating people. Ooh, okay, okay. I think okay. that's a secondary argument. For though. people... It's, tr it's true, but it's not the source. Listen, for people, they're going to choose whatever is more convenient for them when it comes to the price and when it comes to getting to it, when it comes to time, okay, I, time uh, and money. I agree. And as long, and, and, and this, it's the same thing that businesses work, right? And they perpetuate each other. So if it's cheaper for the business to do it this way that is not environmentally friendly. And if it's cheaper for the people to get this product that is environment that is not environmentally friendly, they're going to get it. Most of the people are going to do that and most of the businesses are going to do the more profitable thing. You have to create an environment where it's not more profitable for the people and where it's not more profitable for the businesses. And it's not going to I mean we're already on the wrong path. Okay, if it was like, this is how it's going to be from the beginning of times, that the people will do the right choice. But how can you change the course fast enough without anybody stepping in and changing the environment into making, making the environmentally friendly choices more profitable for both sides? Easy, deregulation. That's not going to work. Well, that's not an argument. It's a perfect argument. It's not an argument because you already see that it's not that, that 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 things are not working that way. They're not going to work. Whoa, 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 whoa. You already see. I don't see any deregulation. Therefore, I don't see that things are not going to work that way. Okay. How do how does the regulation 
of businesses make it more profitable for businesses to not be environmentally friendly? The regulation doesn't have anything to do with it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, 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 stop. It does Texas. The forty percent argument. So you think that if if businesses have lower taxes, they are magically going to decide that they oh we're making more money. So we can give some of them away. I don't think it works like that. Whoa, because, whoa, 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 you know, no, 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 no. That's that's magic. First of all, magic is not an argument. Okay. Businesses Second are still going to go for the most profit they can get, whether they're taxed or not. Le, le, they're just going to no, take no, it as a bonus and no, have more no. money. Look, you can only give more if you have more to give. But you're contradicting yourself. You already said that it's the poor people who give more. Rather than the rich people. The fact that the businesses are going to make more profit because they don't have to pay taxes doesn't mean that they're okay. they're suddenly going whoa, to whoa, become more. No, 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 wait, 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 that's a mistake there. Okay. It's a fact that the poor people give more, right? Mm hmm if you deregulate and detax the businesses, the businesses will have higher profits. That means the businesses can increase, and there's no business owner who I've ever worked with who said they don't want to increase the wages of their employees. Then those employees will have more to give. End of story. It doesn't matter. It, it, but, the that's, business but that's how it works. That's how it works. Listen, though. economy... It, it, always it works works. for the most profit. They're not going yes, to change and workers. That. Yes, People by paying your, paying your workers more. Pay your workers more because you have more to pay them and there's no business that doesn't want to do that is creating... Yes, but people will still buy things that are more convenient for them. They're not going to suddenly decide that they're going to go for products that are less convenient for them and that are dearer just because they're better for the environment. Um, Most of the people don't think like that. Most of the people will take that extra money that they get paid and will go to Lanzarote for a holiday. Okay? They're not going to be more environmentally responsible. They're just... They're just the, the the world is already screaming are at you to be. Are you saying the be. people are stupid? Yes, absolutely. They might not See, be I'm stupid, but I'm they they're comfortable. They're not going to, unless it is more convenient for them to make the environmentally friendly choice. They're not going to make it. It's all about convenience, and the government has to make it. The job of the government is to make it more convenient for people and for businesses to do the environmentally friendly thing. You can't do it if you're poor, though. That's why it has to be more convenient. That's what I'm saying. The government has to make, has to regulate the businesses so that the product that is more environmentally friendly is, first of all, cheaper for the businesses to produce, and second of all, consequentially, wh whether that's a word or not, cheaper for the consumer to buy? In my experience, that can only be done through deregulation, not increased regulation, but by deregulation. I can't see how that can be done by deregulation. But you're, 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 you're advocating for 
more regulation, which different. More, I'm, I'm, I'm not advocating. Rules, I'm not advocating more, more regulation. I'm advocating different regulation. I'm not against you regulation. You, okay, you I'm can't. You can't have different, different regulation. regulation. You can't effectively have different regulation before you have deregulation. You can't. Well, it doesn't exist. It's re-regulation. It doesn't, you that have doesn't to, exist. You but have to deregulate one thing and then regulate it yes, again yes, in a different way. Yes. So I don't think it should be deregulated and left as it is. I think it should be re deregulated and then reintroduce different regulations that will make sure that economy, no, that environmentally friendly choices are more convenient for both businesses and the consumers. Otherwise, they're not going to make that choice. They're not. People are not that strongly, morally, you know, governed, whatever. And they don't have the money to do that, to do that choice often. Right? That's why... Yeah, yeah but you understand they don't have the money because the businesses have to pay such high taxes. That's why they don't have the money. Well, that's why the... the, the that's, 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 that's... That has to be changed. It has to be changed in a way where that has to be deregulated. It has to be changed in a way where the businesses will be have to <laughs> be have to <laughs> will have to pay super high taxes what? for production what? of products that are not environmentally friendly, and therefore oh, will be forced to make products that that's are environmentally friendly. Okay, that's taxation that's for communism. Taxation for extra packaging. Taxation for plastic packaging. Do you realize you wouldn't have aircraft if you ha if you implemented a law like that? You wouldn't have aircraft. No, you wouldn't have aircraft. What? Because uh, planes come in plastic packaging. No, because planes produce too much uh, toxicity, negative effect on the environment. See, I, well, I didn't this, say anything about CO2 okay, okay, at all. Is, I'm talking about rubbish. I'm talking about trash. I'm talking about plastic. Yeah, yes, I'm talking no, about no, the no, real environmental problem. CO2 yes, is not, it's not a real environmental like, it's, problem. It's not going to be used like that. The laws... You, you can't give the power. <coughs> you can't give that power to the people in power. It's they already have power. that power. No, they, they, they don't. It will get worse. What, what they have will get worse. You can't give that power to those people. But they have they'll, that you'll power. With, you'll end up with no businesses, no cars, no planes, no trains, no deliveries, no, 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 no transportation. You'll, you'll end up with nothing. The, That's the bullshit. End, the, end point, the end point of that is absolute and complete total control of everything that everybody does first by of the all government. first of all they already have that control only they implement it in places where it is not necessary or profitable for anybody to implement it okay they they control already exists okay they're just not implementing it in i mean you said yourself that there is too much regulation in uk there's far so too much they're it already to implementing it okay you can't introduce Only more regulation in the wrong you, have places. To you have to deregulate first the introduction of new rules will only only Look, clog you up the and system me with more both rules. know that co2 is not an environmental threat okay you know I it don't 
I know it. Believe everybody in the world knows it. No, not everybody in the world. Sorry, A any any scientist, any climate bloodytologist, right, knows that the Earth goes through warm periods, and cold periods. That a bloody volcano throws out into the air more CO2 per day mm -hmm. than hundreds of planes do all put together in five years. Okay or whatever the numbers are. The numbers are horrendous. But, yes, but volcanoes are evil. Volcanoes are them. evil, right? Cows them. fart and <laughs> and create more CO2. They get their heads stuck in fences. Exactly. Then, then, then planes do, or whatever, okay? So, so, I mean, I don't think that CO2 is a problem. What is a problem is deforestation, yeah? Because... You cannot claim that CO2 is a problem on one hand and and then cut down massive amounts of forest on the other, you know. Look, yeah, but that's not, like... So what big, big companies real like, problems are... Yes, yes, but those are... if When you realise that the big companies are not deforesting, they're not. What? Kimberly Clark and Torque are the world's largest producers of paper. They but I'm not, not talking about paper. Paper is not... Paper is. It's. Uh, I'm not talking about paper. Yeah, no, but I'm talking all, about size. Right? I'm not talking about paper. I'm talking about companies that are involved. Yeah, I know, but paper companies don't deforest. deforest. They're not deforesting those. Companies. SLS. SLS is the is the is the main reason for deforestation. Palm is. oil is the main reason for deforestation. Soya production is the main reason for deforestation. Yeah, that's a good. It's point. not paper or wood processing industries that are that they have anything to do with deforestation. Even though it would sound logical, they don't, right? It's the coffee bean production. It's the and soya. It's so cotton. It's uh, it's palm oil. It's these things, right? The unsustainable produce that is responsible for most of deforestation, mainly soya and palm oil. So, I mean, the poisoning of the water. The plastic is a massive thing. Plastic should definitely 100% be regulated by the government because it's massive. I mean, have you seen that video? Yeah, but doesn't doesn't government sponsor businesses to use plastic stuff anyway? Isn't government part of the problem? So oh, that's what I'm saying. Yes, but you can't ask people who are part of the problem to to what to change to, to, to stop change. being part of no, the problem. No, because they've had the choice in the beginning to not be part of the problem. Well, not they should that. not have the choice. They should be oh, forced. Oh, well, you're going to have a government to regulate the government. That's just fucking epic. That you is. have to get the people. The government represents the people. People should tell the government to change the regulations so that the plastic I is not I tell the government produced. all the time. They never listen to me. Well, that's because you're nobody. Thank you. If you're a top scientist, if you're a group of top scientists and you lobby with the government and tell the government to change something, then... Yes, but if you're a top scientist, then you're working for the government anyway. So it's funny. It's like as if the government would lobby the government to change something. It's one system. Have you seen the video with the bloody whale? Is the whale bleeding? Have you seen the video of the whale? They caught the whale. Well, they didn't catch it. It was dead. Okay? They caught we're, a dead whale. Uh, just, you just reminded me of the uh, the joke. Shut up. No, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, really? <laughs> really? No, uh, where do you... <laughs> they found a dead how'd whale you, in the Philippines. How do you weigh a whale? I don't know. At a railway station. <laughs> <laughs> This is not funny. They <laughs> found a dead whale in Philippines. So they cut it open and they took out 
hundreds of of people. Cars. Was it hundreds? Boats. It wasn't hundreds. It was tens. Pirates. They took out tens of kilograms of plastic out of its stomach. I watched oh, it. Greedy whale. I watched it. Okay, I watched it as they were taking out of its stomach sheet after sheet of plastic. Yes, the plastic, the plastic thing is terrible. I agree. Right, the whale ate so much plastic well, why don't we, that why don't it we, died. Why don't we have a personal like like endeavor not to buy anything with plastic? Well, wait a minute. We can't buy anything at all, then, can we? Exactly. That's my fucking point. Make it expensive for businesses to wrap things in fucking plastic. Oh, you, you'll put so the businesses out of business. No, the businesses will go out of business, and you won't have any products. That'll be just fucking grand. Oh, really? Yes. Really? They'll just bring the. They, they'll just look. How is it possible that in Slovakia you can have lots of apples in supermarkets and big boxes, not wrapped in plastic four by four? Well, that's and the problem in with the this UK, country, you've got country. four apples in a fucking plastic bag. I know it's not in every pla- in every country. In Iceland, you don't have that problem. In, Nor- in, in Norway, Holland, you don't, don't have that, have that in problem. Finland, you don't have exactly. That. That's that's because that's a intelligent countries where where there's a global effort to deal with that problem, right? And by global effort, it's not just by making wiser consumer choices, but it also has to come from the top, from the regulators. It has to be a joint effort. Look, the reason why the plastic is there because the regulation states it. You have to deregulate to remove the plastic. Yes. End of story. And also re-regulate to keep the plastic away. No, you just have to deregulate because then the plastic will disappear automatically. No, because the consumers are used to it and they will want it. You can't. Because they're used to it. Because people are creatures of they're habit. Not, they're not used to it. They only buy it because it's there. Why are my four apples not wrapped in plastic anymore? It's no, it's, it's not I hygienic. I, I don't think people are that dumb in that area. Oh, I hope not. But I don't think they're that sure. dumb. In that. Look, if you if you go into a shop and they got like the open free range <sighs> apples and, and apples wrapped in plastic, I guarantee you more people will go for the open free range apples. Oh, and what will they do? They will take a little plastic baggie to put them in. Because that's all that's available in the supermarket? That's bullshit. No, that's truth. That's all that's available in the supermarket, but they can take their own bloody bags from their home. Well, everyone knows that that's impractical. How's that impractical? Because nobody does it, otherwise it would be automatic. Well, I'm going to do it. And then every now and then you'll forget, and then you'll have to use the bags that are there. Well, that's why they shouldn't be there at all. Then people wouldn't have a choice, would they? They would have then, to bring then, their then own the bags. Then the supermarkets would be, would be being less convenient to the Yes, customers. exactly. I think there's a circular argument there. It's not a bad thing to be less convenient if it saves the flucking, flucking whales. What's a flucking whale? Whales don't care about your convenience. Oh, I've never liked oh whales. I'm sorry you died, whale, but, but I kind of forgot my own bag, so I had to put these apples in this plastic bag that I'm going to throw out as soon as I get home and take them out of the plastic bag. I had to use it for 15 minutes, so, so that's why you died. Sorry, sorry about that, sorry, but it was not convenient to bring my own bag. 
Do you really talk to a whale like that? Well, your children are going to once. There's no whales at all. How are they going to talk to whales if there's no whales? They're going to talk to their spirits. I saw people from Wales yesterday. Were they full of plastic? No, they had flags. They're waving them. <sighs> but anyway, that's another story. Have you seen have you seen the article that stated that in every single water sample that was taken from Scotland, from Scottish rivers and lakes and springs and things? There was microplastic in uh, every single water sample. What, what, what are you gonna? What, what about the radiation that's in the Scottish lakes? Are you worried about that? No. Oh, do you see that? That's you know. It's an argument. You, you you sort of can't win. What about the? I'm uh, not the worried fact about that, it what about I the fact of, about the, I'm worried about, about the stuff that I have researched. What about the fact of of the uh, the pharmaceutical drugs in the water supply? I mean, yes, that's, that's, that's a huge, huge. problem. That's, absolutely. That's huge. Yes. Yes, and the chemicals that get released into the water every single day in fucking China, where in Bangladesh and whatever major countries that produce clothes, right? I mean, they're poisoning so much stuff because well, I think it, think, of the cheap production isn't, isn't of clothes. Isn't India like the, the the most polluted cities in the world are all in India for some reason? India, China, Bangladesh. Yeah, it's, it's obviously not the way to go. But then... but then, And that's all consumer-powered. Clean, clean is not always clean. That's all economy. Look, you end up with the... Look, the, the same people that you want to regulate plastic bags are the same people that um, regulate energy production and have built windmills everywhere that are falling over. Look, okay, that would be... You have to go one step at a time, okay? According to... Well, in my opinion, plastic pollution right now is one of the major problems and is a just as good a first step of making a change as any, if not the most pressing. Yet, yeah, it would probably cause half of the countries in the West to go out of business, though. People are clever and they will adapt. You just said people were dumb earlier that was your argument now you're arguing that people are clever people can adapt people will adapt <laughs> you can't it's have not, it both ways listen, it's not that people, people it's not that people, people are, are dumb it's not that people are dumb it's that the people will make the most economic choice but for dumb, themselves but okay if you, if, okay if you, people that's are not, not being dumb that's being people are not dumb people are greedy okay so you're changing it yes i'm changing it people are not dumb people are greedy Okay, that's why they're making the wrong moral choices oh, because they're greedy. So, greedy, is it greedy. is it greedy to be economical? Sometimes you don't have another choice but yeah, to be economical, and it's yeah. not greed see, that, see, that's survival. Crossover. Okay, but you see, there's a crossover. But there. you understand what it's I'm trying to say. It's not that people are dumb; it's that people are always going to go for the most economical choice, whether they are the business owners or whether they're the consumers. Okay. Where do so, you see these people are greedy thing? Where'd you get that from? I mean, I thought the people were poor and, and most of the poor okay, people well, are greedy giving, is not giving most of the poor people, uh, the majority of people are poor. Okay, and poor okay, 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 okay. So greedy is not, greedy is not the right word. Okay. <laughs> so, so first of all, they were stupid, then they were dumb, then they were greedy, no. but none of these things are right now. No, 
I am telling you that people will go for the most economical choice that they can go for. Whether it's out Which of is necessity. Intelligent. That's intelligence. Yeah, that's grand, but it's not moral, okay? Oh, so now they're... So, so now it's a moral argument. I'm telling you that they're not going to choose. They're not going to choose the more moral option. Okay. People? They're going to choose the more economical option. So you expect government to make people moral. Um, That's I not going to work. Expect the government. I'm not expecting it because I know that the government doesn't work like that. But it would be ideal for me if the government but it would work. step in. Government has never made people and moral. Make the moral decisions more economical because you expect government to make moral decisions when they make their money by through through forced through force. No, I just told you I don't expect them to do that. Well. I How think they should do that, but I, I'm not expecting it. I think people should force the government to do that. The government is not going Why to do, do anything to by themselves. Why do people have to force people? Because the government people is there be? to represent people. But it doesn't. Well, it should. That's what I'm saying. But it's never done that. Well, I'm saying that the people should realize that the government is there to represent them. But it and doesn't they should work force like the that. government to force the people. <laughs> Okay, war. How do you think wars start? How do you think wars start? Okay, I, that's how wars start. I, they, the people, let's force them to do this, and then I'll force them to do that. Look, and the people will force if, this and that, and oh, if and then the government, conflict with you, if the government is supposed alone. to have any role in the society at all, it should be one that's positive and this would be one positive way of using the government and using the government's the government's uh what's the word not power but mandate just you know using the government's power to create regulations for others oh force. for good force is failure it means you don't have an argument I have a strong argument, but if people don't fucking listen... Oh, so the problem is people not listening, so you force them to listen. Force. That's your, that's your solution? Force? Listen, you're trying not to... You're, it's like you're being the devil's advocate. You're like, you're like arguing uh, anything that Whoa. you have against oh, okay, whatever okay, I okay, say, let's, okay? Now let's, let's depersonalize this and take a step backwards because I've agreed with many points throughout this debate. Yeah, so that's an unfair statement. So let's depersonalize, let's not criticize the person and let's realize that a large part of the argument presented is forcing people to do things. Yes, but the government's already forcing people to do things. It might as well bloody force them to do the right thing. Well, more, so more force. No, I already told you this before because we've already mentioned this before. Different force, not more of it, not less of but it. But force, all but the same. But in different areas. Force. Yes. So if I forced you to do things, that would be good. No. Because I'm not the government. Exactly. But if I was the government and I forced you to do things, that would be good. Yes. <laughs> okay. Dad, you, you see, you see the circular argument there. You it's see? different force. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just gonna get a T-shirt that says "I am the government." I'm going it's, to get a okay. that says "I am the force." Yeah. May the force be with you. Use the force. There you go. Use the force. <laughs> just fucking use the force if you have use it. Use the force. Ha <laughs> ha.
Yeah, see, I don't. I, I, I personally, it's a personal thing. Do you think I don't it's agree a programming with, thing? Do you think it's like a programming message in Star I Wars? I Ease don't, the force. I don't know. Okay, I don't know about that. <sighs> but what I do know is that I don't agree with force. I do know that I don't agree with force. My whole point is that right now, in the society, as it is, the government has certain power. And I'm saying that this could be used for good. I agree with that statement. We've nothing to talk about, so. <laughs> Shit. Let's argue again. We've nothing to talk about <laughs> if I agree with Let's you. Let's disagree about something. Um, I think we should take a trip today. What? Not a big trip. Do I have to get out of bed? Uh, usually doing things required. Do I have to force you to get out of bed? Or will you, will you get out of bed by yourself? Well, if you make it more profitable for me to get out of bed. Yeah, well, I won't you tax know? you. Therefore, you get to keep all of your own. If you tax me for being in bed, but don't tax me for getting out of bed, I'll get out of bed. There's a contradiction there. Um, I just think we should uh, jump in the car uh, this afternoon. It's maybe. incentives. There you go. It's not whoa, whoa, force. Whoa, it's incentives. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. You see, I personally believe that without incentive, nothing exists. Yes. Okay. However, I do not agree with force. So, it has to be incentive without force. Think about will, okay? And what incentives are going to work with will? Look, what do you think I use the, the video games for, right? It's incentives to get things done. Now, there's a strong argument against that. I'm aware of the argument, and I'm not arguing that I am correct. If you take a situation, right, A and B, same situation, but Will has to, Will has to tidy up his room, okay? Mm -hmm. And you give him, same situation, you give him two incentives. In one of them, you'll say, if you tidy up your room, you can play the Xbox, mm -hmm. right? The, 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 the less time you spend tidying up your room, the more time you have to play. Yeah. That's an argument that I would use. Yes. On the other hand, you could say, tidy up your room because that's the the morally right decision to do because because it benefits the Which environment. Which I've also this used. House. I've used yeah. both of those. Yeah. Which one of these is going to be more effective? The one that I use the most. Yes. The Xbox. Yes. Right. It's the same with people. Some people but are I'm going to listen to the moral argument, and they will buy the more environmentally friendly products. Because they're conscious, oh, but most oh, of them oh, are going oh, to make the oh, but Xbox but choice. No, no, but that's, see, my point is mm -hmm. companies can't incentivize consumers properly because a large proportion of the company's profits is going to, to pay for taxes and regulations. That's why the government should incentivize the businesses by, for example, You can't incentivize them by tax. You can't incentivize anyone if, you, if, if you're still taxing them. Well, how about you, you remove the taxes? That's my argument. 
Yeah. My argument is the removal of taxes. So you keep, you know, you you keep the taxes where the taxes are, but you will remove. Whoa, 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 whoa! I haven't finished my. Shut up! I haven't finished my sentence. Sorry. Okay. 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 But you can't react to my sentence if I haven't fucking finished it because I haven't made my for for my point, have I? So let me finish, okay? Okay. I'm sorry, but it did appear to be a contradiction. Have you have certain taxes? Yeah. So. Everything stays the same, same apart from the, p- the 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 place where you remove the taxes. If we're talking about environmentally friendly things, right? So I'll tax you. I'll tax you, the brother, on this plastic wrap shit. But I'm not gonna tax you on the shit that's environmentally friendly. And therefore, I am. Because it's logical, because you don't have to pay taxes for this, because you have made the environmentally friendly choice, and therefore we do not have to use that money to put them back in the environment. Okay, so you save, you save the environment there, so we don't have to invest into saving it for you because you fucked it up. It's logical. It's incentive. It's removing taxes is perfect. If you were in power, which would scare me because you like the use of force. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, um, incentives. Call it incentives. I um, like that more. No, no, because in- incentive doesn't mean force. Those are different things. Incentive doesn't have to include oh, force. Oh, oh, incentive oh, doesn't oh, include oh, force. Really? Yes. Incentive has two sides of the same coin. Because on one hand, if you tidy up your room, you'll be able to play the, the Xbox. But on the other hand, if you don't tidy up the room, you won't be able to play the Xbox. And that's force. No, no, because because there's only a certain, and I I, I disagree with that point. I think that point's completely wrong, and I'll, I'll explain why. Everything is limited by time, right? And if I say to Will, "You need to tidy up your room," he'll do it slowly. It might take him, say, two hours, right? Mm-hmm. But if I say to Will, Look, we've only got one hour of time. If you want to tidy up your room and play the Xbox, we're going to need to speed up the processes. And what happens if he doesn't tidy up the room at all? Oh, that's never happened. If he just says no. That's never never happened. Why did it never happen? Because the incentives were always so good. But you just said that if you don't give him incentive, he would still do it, but slowly. Yep. But why? Why would he still do it if he didn't give him any incentive? Because he knows incentive? it's the right thing. No. What? He, of course he knows it's the right because thing. Because he knows you would be angry if he didn't do that. Yeah, what if he's wrong? And he's scared of you being angry. What if he's wrong? <laughs> Look, Trust no, me. No, I no, know no, him. No, Trust no, wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. He's hugely wait. motivated by being scared of you getting angry. Wait. Well, yeah, but I've had this conversation with Will many times. This is where I think you're wrong. I think that's a projection. I think you're wrong. Because I've had this conversation with Will many times. And I think you're projecting the anger. Because it's not anger, it's disappointment. It's a different emotion. Well, the time, the, t- the, the, the number of times that he told me that, oh my gosh, Dad's going to freak. And that does not mean Dad's going to be disappointed. It means Dad's going to be angry. 
Yeah, I I think that that's a projection that he's it's picked up from other people's misrepresentation of my reaction, which is that I've said to him many times when I've asked him to do things and it either has been done wrongly or hasn't been done or is, is done slowly or there's something wrong with it. I've said, look, I'm kind of disappointed because we could do so much more. Yeah, I understand that, okay? I understand that, but I'm just saying to you that that's not how he sees it. He says, and not in all the situations. Okay, I'm well, maybe then the you, maybe but... you need to reframe it with him as I reframe it with him, yes? Which is the dad is not going to be angry with you. Dad is going to be disappointed with you because it's framed wrongly. Yeah, they're both. Because if you accept the fact that he's saying that uh, it's anger, then that will reinforce the fact Look, that I always anger. tell him, I, I always, I always... Okay. No, I, me, I know what you're you know, saying. Well, that doesn't give you the right to talk over me. That, that, that only gives you the right to acknowledge. It doesn't give you the right to talk over me. Well, I'm acknowledging what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know how you're finishing your sentence. And you're still yeah. talking over me. And I'm trying to tell you that... No, now you're railroading it. Okay. I'm... That's what I do. Okay. You railroad. No. That's what I tell him. When he says he's scared, because you're going to be angry yeah, yeah, that he's you, done something well, well, wrong. Could you, could, you, could you reinforce the fact it's disappointment rather than conflict? Please. Because it's... Because I'm but not angry with him. I'm disappointed. Well, then I don't know where he's got the... The dad's going to be angry from. Because Maybe that's how he perceives it. Yes, but I don't know where he's got that perception from. Because it's obviously... Look, are there, time, are there certain times when uh, I've been angry? Yes. Is it a minority of cases? Yes, because I will either say I'm unhappy or I'm disappointed, but I will never be angry. Almost never. Never is, a, never is a, an absolute statement. I think it's the reaction more than the, 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 the word that you call it. Okay, it doesn't, ma it doesn't matter because it's disappointment. Well, it does it's, it's, framed, it's framed wrongly as anger. It's not anger. Anyway, my point it's sadness. is my point It's not anger, it's sadness. It's different. It's a different it's a completely different emotion. You've got to get the emotional construct right. Yes, but he's reading he's reading uh, your uh, nonverbal communication as well as your verbal communication and sometimes your nonverbal communication is not then communicating sadness, but when you shout and, and, and frown and things like that it looks more like anger <coughs> than sadness. then everyone needs to reframe what it is that they're doing. Because if he's confusing those emotions, that, 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 that's a big mistake. Well, maybe you have to reframe as well. That's what I said. I said everyone. I don't disclude myself when I say everyone. Anyway, that's, that's getting off topic. The, the point is that all incentives have the opposite side of the coin and the opposite side of the coin is usually perceived as uh, punishment. No, the opposite side of the coin of incentives is unintended consequences. Mm. 
End of story. Not always. The opposite side of the coin of incentive. Look, nobody incentivizes people to do things that they think are inherently wrong. Nobody. Yeah? So, so the opposite side of incentive is unintended consequence. It's yes, a but you are still, you are still, and you are still the power that deals these consequences. For example, you know, Zora, if you don't tidy up your room, you won't be able to play with the, with the Xbox, okay? You're the one who decides about that. You're in the position of power. Just as, well, uh, just well, welcome, as to be, welcome to being a parent. Yeah, just as the government is in the position of say, well, no, oh, if you whoa, don't... Whoa, 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 the government has taken power. I have been given the responsibility. Yeah, it's a gift. The responsibility that I have been given is a gift, right? Government has taken power by force. What I have received is a gift. These are completely different things. It's the same principle. Don't know what that means. It means that if the government gives you an incentive, on the other side of the incentive must be something that is less profitable for you. It's only, only assuming government is good, which I would not assume. <sighs> that, that's a conditional. That's conditional on government being good. Why is there no country in the freaking world that doesn't have a government. Um, in the whole world, there's whoa, 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 whoa. one single yeah, yeah, place yeah, that doesn't have a government. Yeah, but that's a false Why? argument because that, that 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 forgets to separate rules from rulers. That suggests there's a, big, there's a big difference. That suggests, look, the fact that within hundreds of countries that exist, yes, there is no country without no a go government. There's no government. There's no country with a government that's not corrupt. I guarantee you that. Suggests that. There's no country without prisons. Oh, I wonder why we need those. Listen, the society works, has always worked. People have always had hierarchies within them. Always, ever since the beginning. Ever since they were wandering around in the packs of freaking gorillas or whatever, okay? If, if that's true, because yes. it's still a theory. If that's true. Then, then there has always been hierarchies. You can see it all over the natural world, right? You have packs of wolves that have hierarchies. You have societies of bees that have hierarchies. People are not okay? bees and people are not wolves. Yes, I know. I know. But they are... They, they have... People have survived and evolved because they have lived within the groups. And within those groups, there have always been hierarchies. Always. You cannot remove a hierarchy from people, okay? And those hierarchies have eventually it's dissolved your, or destroyed those cultures. It's your, it's your, it's your, what was it called? The God, the God of Flies book type thing, okay? Lord, Lord of the Flies. The Lord of the Flies. There have always been hierarchies, and ha there have always been people at the top, and there have always been people at the bottom. That's, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, okay? And I'm not saying that, oh, fuck the people at the bottom. No, I'm saying fuck that the people at the top, yes. I'm saying that you cannot remove hierarchy from society, but you can use it so that the people at the bottom are not completely screwed. Yeah, I agree with that. Good. We have nothing to talk about again. So I agree with that. Let's just finish then. <laughs> I guess I, I guess we should, because the, the kids are probably be making their own breakfast.
They're, 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 they're making noises. Will made breakfast for everyone again yesterday. He's so good. He really including, likes including it. Including myself. Because yeah. I, I ate what other people didn't eat. Yeah, yeah. He's really good at that. And he really likes it. He really likes the fact that he that he can contribute and give his sisters a nice surprise in the morning. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing it's as long kid. as his sisters don't take it for granted. No, I think it's rubbing on off on them. You should have seen Zora yesterday when Will wasn't there. She kind of takes on the responsibility for him. Naturally. She was she was being very responsible for Jazz and she kept an eye on her and you know. And she was happy about it. I was never happy about it as a kid. I, I hated having to t keep an eye on my sister because she was a wild thing. Anyway, she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll keep an eye on Jazz. Okay, bye. And she went off and she kept an eye on Jazz. And then she came down and, and she took a sock out of her pants. And she was like, oh, look, I found Jasmine's sock. And he went, he went like this and digging in her pants, just taking it out of her leggings. <laughs> she was so good. She was really good. And then she was given a break because she went with the other kids to, to have food because they had their extra table reserved. And it was, so, it was all really well balanced yesterday. So she kept an eye on her sister, but at the same time she spent some time with, with the other kids. It's all good then. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the pictures on the football page? Uh, the pictures on the football page. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll go on. You mean on the the WhatsApp football page? Uh, no, on the Facebook football page. Facebook football, what? Facebook football page or football group? I have that. No, I didn't know there was one. Yeah. I haven't. What? Are you not part of the no. Facebook football group? No, I didn't know there was one. Really? Seriously, it's the very first time I've ever heard anybody say Facebook football group. Are you sure? Cause like I'm, cause 100, I I'm 120% sure because... I'm sure I'm, that I added you to that. I'm, okay. No, I'm not part of it. I've never heard about it until this conversation. This is the first time I've ever heard about it. It's weird. I thought it was weird that you, you thought, didn't upload any pictures. You thought. Mm -hmm. I did, because that's what I do with my brain, I think. You thought. Uh -huh. Yeah, but thoughts are different from realities. Yeah, well... Right. <laughs> the oh, reality is that you didn't tell me about it, and you didn't add me. I oh my gosh! It's the truth. Speymouth Junior Football Club. You're not in there. No, no, I have. I have never heard about that Facebook group before. Jesus I have never. Christ. You've never talked about it with me. You haven't added me to the group. Jesus Christ! I hope that's a conversation with yourself. What? The. I didn't know you weren't a part of that group. Well, you are now. Anyway, there was a picture that I wanted to show. Just a lot of people took plenty of pictures that are really boring from the match yesterday. Da, da, da. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what's the point you want to make? Because we have to finish. Well, I wanted to show you the picture of Zora and... and oh. Um. And the kids from the Planet Pins. Oh, Okay. <laughs> she wasn't very, you know. You can That's see that boys. the other kids are kind of, okay. kind of. That's boys. And Zora's so kind of there on the edge, <laughs> type of sticking out. Yes. There we mm. go. I'm not enjoying myself very well. Look at her face. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I see that. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. But she did enjoy it. Even. That, that's, that's that's very nice. Apart from the group photo. We should get out today. 
go somewhere. I think a walk along the beach would be a good idea. Mm -hmm. I think a walk along a different beach would We're be a good idea. We're going to fucking freeze to death, but okay. Well, the fresh air, the fresh air will do you good, oh, as shit. they say. Right. Say bye bye to the people of the planet. Oh, bye bye people on the planet. Just don't don't go to Scotland today because it's freaking freezing. You freeze your balls off. Scotland's a lovely place. There you go. It's freezing. 